This episode is brought to you by Kendall and Hyde, makers of leather satchels, boots, and belts built to last a lifetime. Two if you count the cows. Visit kendallhyde.com slash madcast and use the promo code MADCAST to receive 15% off your order. Welcome to the best debate in the universe. Every debate in the universe from Android to hemorrhoids. <laughs> With over half a million downloads, I'm your host, Maddox. With me is Sean, the audio engineer. Hello, Maddox. And welcoming back, as always, Rucka Rucka. Yeah. Deputy moderator. That's right. And first time guest, good friend of mine. Please welcome to the show, Wayland McQueen. Yeah. Oh, thank you. There you go. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. That's great. Welcome, Wayland. Thanks for having me, Maddox. So I know, I know Wayland. Wayland is a very funny comedian, he's a writer. And most importantly, I think for this show, a philosopher, isn't that right? Yeah. No, I've studied a lot of philosophy. I debate, argue a lot. It's you do good. you do argue a lot. I argue a lot. Yeah. I argue right. a lot. Well, I have opinions. Now, Wayland, one of the first times I met you, uh, you told me your name is Wayland McQueen, and it's it seems like a name that lends itself to being made fun of. Yeah, when I was a kid, uh, I had some friends that would call me they thought of Galen, which of course is classic. Yeah, it's a classic one. Classic Galen, one. Very funny. Another group of friends that would call me McQueer, also classic. <laughs> also also cla- mm-hmm. classic. Also classic. So uh-huh. I was getting Galen and McQueer, and one day when I was like, they had to change McQueen to McQueer. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think they had a lot. <laughs> they didn't have to go very far. <laughs> they didn't have to go very I mean, far. Yeah. There's nothing you have to add to it. But that once McQueer was there, it was there. And then one day though, a friend of mine when I was uh, like 15 was like. Whoa, Galen McQueer. Like, first person to put both of them together. Yeah. It was, they never thought that you could call me Galen and McQueer at the same time. It's like the chocolate and peanut butter of name insults. Yeah. But, Waylon, no, I thought that there was a dumb kid in your class who, instead of calling you Galen McQueer, easy, easy insult. Easy insult. He would just call you something like, uh, Waylon, more like homo. Yeah, I think it was like (laughs) Faglin McQueen or McDouche or something. So easy, so easy to make fun of. I'm not even trying. Drop the ball. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Guys, I just got back from Utah. Mm -hmm. Did you really? Yeah. I was in Utah for a couple days. And uh, you know, a lot of people have asked me about uh, about some some Utah stories. Some, Whipping some... up support for Trump. Yeah. What? What, Rucka? You gotta like tell them that's where you're from. Not everybody knows this shit. People don't know that I'm from Utah. Born, born and raised. Yeah. Born and raised. Been there for a long time. I'm gonna. You know, I have some voicemail. I'm gonna get to the voicemail and I'll talk a little bit about the Utah stuff because we've been teasing it a little bit. Yeah. For a while now. Right. Yeah. A lot of a lot of callers got pissed off. Well, you know, you gotta stop teasing it and just tell the story. Yeah, it's the blue balls of heritage stories, I think. Mm. Yeah, But before we get to that, last week, Apple announced that the iPhone 7 was coming out without a headphone jack. Many critics suggested jumping ship to Android. Wayland, do you use Android or iPhone? iPhone, but I'm recently have okay. been researching. Don't need to I've been, No, I've been no. researching to switch. Really? I've been seriously considering switching. For Me real. too. Yeah, for real. Just like two days ago, I was researching what phone to get. Switching out of Mac computer getting a PC, I've been just I've been thinking about ditching Apple. Why is that? Well, I don't give a shit. Why do I need to spend more money on something for that? I don't. I barely know how to use a computer. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too much time philosophizing. Yeah. Um, so the debate last week was iPhone versus Android. Before listening to the debate, eighty-one percent of listeners chose Android, and after listening to the debate. 62% Android, Ooh. which means 
Wow. 19% changed their minds and thought I made a more compelling case for iPhones. Hell yeah. Good Me. job. Yeah. Except I don't know if I should do that or buzz myself because... Fuck, that was not my intent. <laughs> it's like both. You can make fun of both of Waylon's names. You can buzz yourself and ding yourself. I just dig, ding myself, Sean. Yeah. And speaking of dings. You dinging yourself? Yeah, speaking of dinging myself. Sean has my true opinion. Here's I what do. I truly believe in a sealed oh. envelope. Well, your opinion doesn't matter. You made a compelling case for both <laughs> sides, and people are switching over to Apple. Yeah, it so matters. Apple thanks you. I need to know. I we don't need to, need to dwell on this, do we? All right, what does it say? It says, Android. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm, I'm, Zero <laughs> surprise. You made such a you made such a great case for Apple last week. I you thought I did. Twenty percent almost switched over. Yeah. All right. Says you know what? For the first time, Maddox, I, Sean, the audio engineer, completely agree with you. Hey. You made a lot of really compelling arguments. Yeah. Oh, last time. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'm going these, to. This is just you talking, Sean. I don't right. know why you're stumbling so much. <laughs> you need a new fucking printer. Okay. That it's not written down. These are just your opinions. Go on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to turn the volume full up on vibrate mode, shove my iPhone up Maddox's ass, Whoa. Well, wait for it to grow, and then farm it. No, that's not what uh, that's what Hey, it's, it's your words. It's up wow. your it's up your ass, Sean. Oh. And it's not my words. These are just well, no, this, your... this one's marked dot revise. No, it's there's uh, no revise. I think revise. the printer work printer works just fine. That's yeah. great. The printer's, the printer's just fine and it doesn't matter because it's not written down anyway. These are just Sean's opinion. You know what, Sean? What? That's bullshit. All right, th- crumple up that paper and throw it. I'm gonna I'm gonna investigate that. You know, the amazing thing is I was going to come in here and say fuck Apple today because uh, once they announced the new iPhone, I noticed my battery life cut in half. So it went from being already like a not very good Mm -hmm. battery to being just like fuck. Like I I could just leave my phone somewhere for an hour, come back, and it's dead. Like just just even way worse than usual. Right, because it's forced obsolescence. That's what Apple does. I I thought, oh, oh, here comes Apple fucking trying to pressure me to get. But then just yesterday. Somebody texted me, hey, man, did you download iOS 10? I was like, no. He goes, oh, dude, you can do all this cool scribbly shit in your text, and it's so cool. Oh, you got to download it. So I downloaded iOS 10. Now the battery life is back to just not very good, but totally manageable. And I am considering <laughs> going to your good friends at Amazon over there that you got a little side thing going with and ordering some you know, battery gear to keep my uh, not very good battery tip top. Yeah, that's cool. That sounds really cool. Sounds like a really good option. Uh, way more convenient than just replacing your battery yourself with an Android phone. Well, I mean, you got to suffer to look cool, right? Look at this. <laughs> yeah, we we do look cool with these iPhones. And yeah. I am suffering with you guys. So <laughs> <laughs> moving on, I have some voicemail. Here's the first one. Rucka, everybody loved your song last time. The Armenian, the Bro Bro, I'm Armenian song. It was great. It was a parody of Power Rangers. If you guys haven't heard that episode, go back and listen to the last episodes. It's around the six-minute mark. Pretty incredible, and by incredible, I mean super offensive. But here's a voicemail. It's good stuff. Yeah, well, here, this guy agrees. Here's a voicemail. Tell Rucka Rucka Ali to fucking release the Armenian song with a single. Yeah. I'm sick of fucking going back into the podcast to listen to it again. T-shirt size 2X. Okay, Okay. we got the T-shirt size, and it sounds... matter. Well, we'll just let him listen to the podcast when he wants to hear the song. You're you're cool with that, right? There you go. That's fine. I'm fine with that. And so, by the way, Rucka, to answer his question, is it going to be released as a single? I wasn't planning on it, but if I guess if enough people want it, like why the hell not? I was gonna I'm planning to save it for the album. So for now that's the plan. There you go. We're gonna have a change.org petition. Yeah. All right. But the uh, music video I am working on is gonna be so fucking epic. You kids out there, 
you're going to fucking shit yourself. Now, is this really going to be epic? It's going to be the largest gathering of Mercedes-Benz in the world. (laughs) Dude, trust me on this. I'm looking through my voicemail to see if I have any Italian shit right now. Okay, uh, next voicemail. Here's here's a caller. He's called in a few times. Hello there, Metal. It's your little pal, (laughs) Huey. How are you, buddy? It was good to hear your voice again. Um, So, I was listening to the last episode of the podcast with uh, Blake Bates. He's like a nice guy. And uh, you mentioned that Craigslist has integrity because they don't say it's ads on the website. And uh, just going to go all down the scale of Olivia and uh, say that Craigslist is a website that consists entirely of advertisements. That's right. You heard it here first. Craigslist is a place for posting ads. Yeah. So technically, Craigslist does put ads on their website. Uh, okay. yeah. You troglodyte. You mouth breather, you right. cave-dwelling bulldog. How yeah. dare you? <laughs> How dare so, I? Really open to uh, join that spaghetti, spaghetti mixer. Yeah, you're not invited. Anyways, <laughs> have a good night, gentlemen. Let's get some baby size Maddox t-shirts out for that guy. No, yeah. you know what? He can eat shit. Yeah, Craigslist has, I, I guess, technically ads, you know, because it's classified ads you know, on there. Technically, they're ads, <laughs> but they're not paid. They're not paid for. Yeah, yeah, they are. No, they're not. You can some of the stuffs on there paid for. Yeah, those are premium services. You're paying for premium services. Yeah, but Wayland. that's how Craigslist makes their money. Yeah, by paying for ads. Premium by paying to put your ad up. Premium there. services. Yeah. You don't have to pay to put your ad on Craigslist. Some people do. Some people do, and I don't, I never see those. I've never seen one. of You those. said Craigslist does not have ads, and that's all Craigslist is. You know what I meant. You know what I meant. I don't know shit. I know what you said. Correct. Here's Can I another- just say that Stewie needs a better phone connection? Oh yeah, it's, I it's, love him calling in, but he's hard to understand. It's sometimes. the worst. It's he sounds like he's in a he's in a uh, a dryer. Yeah, he for, prob- for, he's probably using the Cookie Monster phone that he yeah. rigged up. Oh, that's, oh, right. that's true. Yeah, yeah he's he using a, Cookie Monster. Stewie has a lot of advanced technology though, like a time machine. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah laser beam. His connection's not better. Yeah. yeah. Well, we are talking about a fictional character. Uh, moving on. What? I, <laughs> no, he just called in. Yeah, we just heard it last last week. I mentioned that I had a fan in Argentina who had his phone stolen right. by somebody who came up to him on a bike. <laughs> but you guys warned me about this, that a lot of fans would start claiming that their, that yeah. their phones were stolen. Bad precedent. Yeah, and uh, the, to get free T-shirts. Here's, here's a call. Okay. Hey, Maddox, it's Jesse from uh, Pot Awful. Oh. Hey, well, going to sound I crazy. I was just listening to the last episode of Best Debate, yeah. and... I'm walking down the street, I'm on my phone, and this guy on a bike takes my phone. Okay. So I'm wondering, can I get a free T-shirt no. for that? Yeah. Or, you know, I'm on the network, so I figure, anyway, uh, let me know. Bye. Yeah, bye. He's not on the network anymore. No. Well, how's he calling in to the show if his phone was stolen? Maybe he stole somebody's phone. That yeah. means two T-shirts need to go out. I'm gonna give the phone. Fu- okay, here's here's the deal, guys. <laughs> I said I said last week, whoever stole the phone gets the shirt as long as you are listening to the podcast during the theft. Okay, because that's a true fan. If you're willing to steal someone's phone to hear this podcast, to hear my sweet sweet voice, how the fuck do you figure that out? How do I figure what out? That they're listening to it. The honor system. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Look, you know, 
almost every caller says gives you their t-shirt size. Obviously, a lot of people want t-shirts, so maybe if you start giving them out like you promised to, more people would tune in. Yeah, That's called that. radio marketing. Yeah. That's why you're a podcast and not on a real radio station. Okay, you know what, Rucka? There are no more real radio stations. They've all gone to Top Hit. They're they're all radio programmers. Yeah, and they give away a thousand dollars every hour. No, they don't. Nobody does that. That's twenty four thousand dollars a day. Uh, that but radio memorize the, the phrase that pays and uh, <laughs> fucking Ryan Seacrest is giving that shit away at six fifteen tomorrow. Oh, okay, you know what? Maybe maybe at some point I will have a live call in right for for listeners, and we will give away stuff for memorize the phrase that pays. We'll play that game. Okay. Because I got a good phrase. You got a phrase? Yeah, I got a phrase. That pays? Yes, no. Wayland. <laughs> we got the month of Rocktober coming up. Oh, yeah. Big, big uh, month. Yeah. One of my favorite holidays, Rocktober. <laughs> um, here's, here's, another, here's another voicemail. Hey, dipshit. You want to oh, figure great. out your statistics properly? How about you set it up? At anytime someone votes, you record the net change. Yeah. If you got 3% of your morons changing their mind on something for the four votes, and then 3% on the against vote, you've got a net change of 6%. But then you report it, and it sounds like you didn't change anybody's mind. Yeah. Like you did not a fucking thing, like you do in every episode. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, how do you not figure this out? Idiot. This guy doesn't know shit. Here's, mm-hmm. here's another one. Here's a call, actually, from someone who's been on the show before. He has a lot of technical expertise and a lot of insight into what goes on in the voting. Listen to this. Hey, Maddox, it's Lord Matthew, back from episode four, the Brexit one. It's me again, calling from the UK. As you know, I'm developing your (laughs) website, and I decided, when I heard you going on about iOS and Android, to add a little bit of a secret behind-the-scenes coding, which you didn't know about. So for last week's votes, I've been tracking what device people have been using when they voted so when someone cast their vote, I tracked if they were an Apple user or a non-Apple user. Cool. And I've got some pretty interesting stats for you here. Yeah. So first of all, 80%, 80% of non-Apple users voted for Android. So basically, if you don't have an Apple product, you're 80% likely to vote for Android. Not hey. big of a surprise. Cool. When it comes to iOS, though, 65% of Apple users voted for iOS. So Which 20%. I thought was quite interesting huh. because what that means is people basically just vote for whatever phone they own. iPhone users are more likely to vote for iPhones and Android users are more likely to vote for Android. But more but so. Yeah. a higher percentage of Apple users voted for Android mm-hmm. than non-Apple users voted for iOS. Right. So Bingo. iPhone users are more likely to think that Android is better yeah. than Android users are to think that iOS is better. Well, yeah. I think that's quite that's, interesting. You're an idiot also, if you don't think another Android. interesting statistic, I tracked who was most likely to change their mind and mm-hmm. Apple users are much more likely to change their mind yeah. because only 35% of Android users change their mind between the before show and after show vote, but 44% of iPhone users change their minds before and after the show. Smart. So there you have it. Pretty yeah. interesting stats there. And please, Maddox, try not to piss off iPhone users too much because iPhone users historically spend much more money in the App Store than Android users That's true, do. they're idiots. Mm-hmm. We are launching a Madcast <laughs> app soon and we will be wanting that iPhone money. There you go. I'll take their money. Idiots. Oh, always a businessman at the yeah, end. Yeah, 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 yeah. So no, that's interesting because that's it's counter to what you hear about Apple users. It's all about the cult of Mac and all this kind of stuff where everything they, you know, they live, mm-hmm. breathe, and sleep. Yeah. No, I, it, it turns out Apple people are really open-minded and they'll actually vote against <laughs> no, it. I'm thinking it this way. They just know that Android's better and they don't care. 
and they'll have Apple because of the status. That's all. Yeah. They know yeah. which one's better. Okay. But being, still- being cool is more important than having the best technology. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting insights <clears throat> from all three of you. You're all wrong, and I'll tell you why. Here's the truth. They're just suggestible. All right, open-minded. These are all different words for suggestible. Uh. Apple Apple users are suggestible. You can convince them to walk off a cliff. They're like lemmings. <laughs> yeah, That's they're fake. dumb. They'll eat That's rocks. Not real. That's true. The, the lemmings thing isn't real. Yeah, they don't do Disney that. Disney made them go off the cliff. No, that's not true. Yeah, yeah, it's one hundred percent true. Nope. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm sick of you being a Disney apologist. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I am. That's Anti- constantly Anti- Oh man, love Disney way too I, much. I, lo- I know how to wind Wayland up. I've known Wayland for a long time. Probably what, like almost eight, nine years now. Nine years, I think. Nine yeah. years, yeah. And I know how to wind him up. Uh, like for example, I just drop these well-known facts that aren't facts and i'll just like just casually just casually in conversation i'm like you know wooden like washington's teeth and then and then (laughs) hippopotamus ivory everybody knows their hippopotamus ivory some would but hippopotamus and human teeth in there but you think you do it on purpose, but I'm you doing it don't on purpose. No, no, you don't yes, know. Yes, I do. I you do know. know. You I didn't re- know about the lemmings. Yeah, I did know about the lemmings. No, of course I knew about the lemmings. Rucka, do you think I knew about the lemmings? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so lemmings falling off a cliff is a common misconception because— That they follow each other. They're, they're they follow suicidal. Each other. Yeah, yeah. That, they're, that they're suicidal and they jump off cliffs. That happened in a Disney movie a long time ago, a, a little documentary. An where, Academy, Academy Award-winning documentary. Oh, I didn't know that that part of it. But the Disney, the, the director or the cameraman was pushing the lemmings off the cliff to make it more interesting, which which it was, huh? Yeah. yeah I'll, give, I'll give him that, that and point. Funnier. A for creativity. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, that's where the, the reputation of lemmings came from. It's not a real thing. I did know and that, Matt, I just learned that. No, I didn't just him. learn that. <laughs> okay, now you're fucking pushing my buttons, dude. Pissing me off. All right. Uh, I got, I got I one. the wrong one. Yeah. I got a couple more here. here. Hey, guys. You know... Mormon premarital sex is just like the Mormon stiff, upright, rigid belief system. Anal. All right, I got one more. I love that guy. Rocco, this one's about you. Yeah, that's the French joker who calls in. He's multicultural, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he's uh, he's got range. He does. He makes fun of races. (laughs) (laughs) I hate when people do that. <laughs> here's uh, I, I do like those jokes though. Here's uh, here's another one. Rucka, you motherfucker, piece of shit. Yeah. Mm. Stop interrupting Maddox when he's going on his tangents about his upbringing in Utah and in the Mormon Church, or when he's trying to announce the title of his new book. Like, cut that shit out. Yeah, Rucka. What shit, Maddox? Isn't that like a form of censorship or something? No, no. Yeah. I know it's probably bullshit, but mm. so is most of the arguments that you bring in on the show. Hey man, don't censor anyway, me. Love the podcast. Uh, oh, also, that Blake guy, I don't like that guy. That guy sounds like a teenage girl who gets fucked in the shit. <laughs> yeah, a teenage girl who so gets well. fucked in the shit. Yeah. Also known as the most sought-after type of person on in the fucking country. <laughs> a teenager who gets fucked in the shit? A teenage girl. A teenage girl, yeah. Well, maybe not teenage, but like a pretty yeah. girl. Yeah, pretty. Or oh, like 19, 19 or something. 19 is a yeah. Yeah. Not if she looks like 16. You know how no, some, like like a, a movie version of yeah. a 19-year-old. She's really like 32. I, I don't even like the porn stars who look like they're underage. You know what I mean? They're like, mm-hmm. oh, they're like 20, Lolitas. 20, whatever. Hmm? Lolitas. Lolitas. Yeah, I'm not into that. That's I'm like, reading that gross. book right now. Oh, really? I'm reading the book Lolita. Yeah. Very well written, but boy, it's sucks to read. Yeah. I, was, I was looking for, I did a video game competition show just over the weekend. I was at the championships of gamer fights on Screen Junkies, 
with Defy Media. I don't know if you guys follow that at all, but I was looking for a character. What's gamer fights? Like nerds typing at each other? No, it's basically like a competition show where you debate the merits of video games and video game characters. Uh, like, for example, one of the questions was, pick a literary figure who should be in a video game. And I was going through like the top literary figures. I chose Atticus Finch for for one of mine, but uh, Lolita was up there. I'm like, why would anyone want a Lolita in a video game? Like oh. her? Like her? Never mind. I just I just answered my yeah, own question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just re- <laughs> <laughs> of course. Anyway, sounds like the caller wants you to get to your fucking story, and okay. uh, I've been telling you every week, people want to hear about this shit. So fucking talk about it already, and stop teasing it every week. All right, fine. I just came back from Utah, and I'll tell you guys. My experience there, all right? Utah what, what Utah is where you're from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, people, you need to fucking give it some context. Okay, well. Oh, I went on a tr- fucking ski trip this weekend. Went to fucking Utah. Now, you gotta, what did you do? Did you visit the temple? No, I didn't visit the, I'm not fucking Mormon, Sean. I didn't visit the well, temple. You're, but you're from Utah. Well, I'm but from you used Utah. to be Mormon. That was a requirement. Okay. Did you have a trampoline in your backyard? I actually did. That's there you go. See, there Mormon. Go. Yeah. No, it's not. It, it is a Mormon thing. What? Anyway, we're running out of time, so let's keep it moving. <laughs> all, right, all right. We got a little bit of time before we're, we got to keep going. Right. So I'll I, say, I'll, actually, people have been interested about this since I kind of teased it, what, like three, four episodes ago? You really I, shouldn't play with their emotions like I, that. I know. Well, it yeah. is fascinating. It is. Well, what do you guys, parents what's are, so fa- are, Your parents are Armenian immigrants. Yeah. And you guys were Mormon for a period of time. I don't know if your parents still are or what. No, my, there's a my lot dad of immigration is. happening in the news right now. Like Trump said something about immigrant. Immigra- what do you guys think about? Well, that? he's going to lose Utah because he offered to take the leaders out for a drink. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, that's a huge fuck up. Oh, the no, Mormon that's, leaders. I, I yeah. totally just made that up. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. I can see that actually happening in Utah. Utah's a dry state. So here's here's the thing, guys. Yeah, my parents we're Armenian immigrants to the U.S. My dad came here in the 1950s. From where? Uh, from Syria. Okay, actually. you said you're Armenian immigrants makes it sound like you came from Armenia. No, there are Armenians in different countries, believe it or not. It would be mm. similar to a Japanese person being born in Canada and it's still having having Japanese heritage. Uh, so No, actually, it's not. What? Probably the best example is like Jews, right? Like Jews are everywhere, but they're like a, 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 like a group of people, right? Like Armenians are dispersed around but the there's, world. There's a country there called is Armenia. Armenia. Yeah. So, but like, there, is there a country called Jew? No. I guess I guess. Smart. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're really running out of time. Maddox, yeah, yeah, try yeah. to focus on what it is you're trying, trying to convey. I'm trying to get the story out. All right. Yeah. So a lot of people were curious. I did actually have a Mormon upbringing for it to a point until I was eight years old. I was a Mormon for a long time. And not anymore. And I got so many calls from Utah. I always see that 801 area code. 801 is the area code the over whole there? State. Is the whole state 801? No, now they also have, I think, 435. Oh, and oh, over here, up. we got uh, 8, 818 for the Valley. I've seen t-shirts that say, I don't date 818. <laughs> 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 what, what were we talking about? Uh, Utah. Oh, anyway, yeah. so I came okay. back. I had you know a, a pretty horrible experience, like always. Uh, except I did meet some friends. I, I hung out with some friends. But it's always a battle with my parents. Uh, This time, I'm going to bring this in at some point in a future episode, but my mom has the most interesting theories about gay people. Mm. Uh, Specifically, and I interviewed her, and I recorded this, so I'm going to try to clean up the audio and bring it in because it was in a diner. But uh, I was was talking to my mom. (laughs) I was talking to my mom about uh, lesbians, and she said, no, no. No. Don't, don't, doesn't care for lesbians. Uh Uh-huh. And I said, why? And she said, well, their breath smells. Oh my god! <laughs> oh yeah, it does. 
Did she mean oh. to make a joke? No. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And then, and then I asked her, "What do you mean by that? Mama what do you mean Maddox that? with the zinger?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what do you what do you mean by that? She goes, "You know why?" And I'm like, "No, Ooh. tell me why." Oh, and that's she goes, a conversation I would end. Right? I'd get up and walk out of the diner. <laughs> Not me. I pressed. It's the first uh, conversation they've probably had in 25 years. Uh, yeah. Almost. Uh, and then I asked her, I said, well, tell me, what do you think? Why do you think lesbians have bad breath? And she says, you know, too much uh, licky licky. And I said, what? <laughs> so you know what this means, though? What's that? Your dad doesn't go down on your mom. Oh, shit, Waylon, you figured it out. Yes, yeah. that's true. Because otherwise she couldn't be with him. Because he has crystal clean breath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never happens. You know, I did discover a long time ago through similar lines of reasoning, and this is why I like having Wayland on. He's a philosopher. He can he can suss out these details, right? These, these, this inference. Oh, but, I know where you're going. Yeah. I mentioned this a long time ago, but my dad, I think, has never received a blowjob. What? From yeah. from your mom. Wow. From, my mo- from my mom. Or from period. Me. Or period, I don't think. Because... When my mom called me one night, she was she accidentally clicked on a porn website. She called me in tears. And she said, Maddox, you'll never believe what I saw on this website. The, the most awful thing. And I said, what, mom? And she said, you know what Miss Lewinsky did to Mr. Clinton? I said, <laughs> <laughs> Love the respect she gives yeah. to Monica. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Miss Lewinsky. Miss Lewinsky. And I said, what? The, which one? The cigar thing? She goes, <laughs> and she's, she says, no, the thing, the thing she did to Mr. Clinton, the bad thing. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. She couldn't even – she didn't even have the vocabulary – to say blowjob. And that's when I realized my dad has never received a blowjob. Yeah. Wow. Maybe they just don't, maybe they just didn't name it. No, they, na- they name it. Everyone knows. Every culture has a phrase for it, I think. Yeah, but maybe just your parents don't have a name for it. Uh, well, if it was, it wouldn't be so concept, shocking. Yeah, yeah. She, would, she would get the concept. It I wouldn't refu- be so shocking. I refuse to believe that your mom doesn't suck your dad's dick. Okay, well, maybe next time we'll have my mom on. We'll interview. Wayland, you can ask her that question. I'll ask her. Right. And uh, I just want to point out for the listeners, I tried to tell Maddox to talk about his Mormon upbringing, and all he wants to talk about is his mom not blowing his dad. Well, <laughs> that's, that's true. It's <laughs> all on tape. I don't know what what there is to talk about the Mormon upbringing. I mean, I can talk about the church and, uh, you know, the the— the weird aspects of it, I guess, but it's also when you're when you grow up in this culture, it's not that unusual to you. You are surrounded by it. There are definitely things that are unusual about it. Sure, but I have a lot of Mormon friends and Mormon family members, and when you're in the culture, it doesn't seem that alien to you. It's just what you grew up with. Uh, there were there were some oddities, like for example, I didn't like this. They had uh, high school dances that were supposedly not part of the high school, but uh, if you showed up with the Mormon ring, they have this uh, CTR ring that they give to some of the youth. You do get a discount. I thought that was discrimination. Wasn't a big fan of that. But uh, yeah, it is a it is a pretty weird weird culture. But I don't know what what specifically is weird to outsiders because I grew up in it. If that makes sense. Well, maybe now that you've been outside of it for some time, you can kind of look at it through a fresh set of eyes. Well, I'll tell you this much: Utah has an incredible coffee scene. A lot. Most of them don't drink caffeine in general, too. Yeah, that's true. That so it's that is the curiosity, Sean. Is yeah. that in this? It's mostly Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City is very, very liberal. Uh, it's I would say it's more liberal than most places I've been to in California because they have to be. They're surrounded by a sea of conservatism. Yeah. So they are louder and prouder about everything in Salt Lake City. It's a really weird culture, huh. how it works. But anyway, we, uh, we're getting a little too top-heavy. We should move on. All right. I guess uh, that's all we get to know about your Mormon upbringing. That's it for You know what? I'll have to have someone interview me at some point. If you guys have any questions Rocka about it specifically. <laughs> guys, guys, I tried. I've been telling him for the last, like, seven episodes, tell them about your Mormon upbringing, and we finally get to it. Finally, he uh, shares a little bit about it, and all he has to say is, 
yeah, I don't, I don't really know what, what's weird about it. It's just, you know, there's a coffee, there's a coffee house. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what happened. <laughs> uh, uh, my mom, <laughs> let me talk about my mom's take on lesbians. That I could talk about for hours. Yeah, I got my mom's, I got the hot take on my mom's now, lesbians. Now I think we know what's weird about the Mormon upbringing. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, Mormon upbringing, here you go. Everybody has to dress really nice to go to church, which, uh, and they, they always encourage you to come to church and, and you know, just sit into one of the one of the lectures, I guess. Is that what they call it? Sermons. You, you go to, you go <laughs> to church. I don't know what Mormons lectures. call it. They can call it whatever they want. Yeah, I think I think it's a sermon. Do Mormons have communion? No, they don't. Yeah. Not that I, oh, it's actually, the no, they church. do. They do have, no, they, they do have communion. It's and like it's a uh, sacrament. What? Yeah, it's sacrament. And it's, it's like bre- bread and water. Correct. It's yeah, it's wine. water. It's water. Yeah, because they don't drink alcohol. Yeah, no. no no alcohol, even for sacrament. At least have grape juice. So Jesus turned water into water? <laughs> yeah, they, he wasn't quite as oh, powerful. Is there Jesus or is it just uh, that other guy? What's going no, on? No, they do believe in no, Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, yeah they do believe Jesus. in Jesus. Because Jesus came to the America. United yeah, States. so the Mormon faith is actually based on— Yeah, they add on to Christianity, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, New it book. is— it is a new book, exactly. It's it's they say that that Jesus came to uh, Israel and that was the you know the spawn of Christianity. But then he they said that they came that Jesus also came to the United States right. to the Native Americans, yes, yeah. and visited mm-hmm. them. And then uh, the account of this visit was written on these gold plates that were translated by Joseph Smith, the, the Mormon prophet. So that's how that's like the genesis of the Mormon Church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow! And if you're, I mean, if you guys are interested, all the stuff is online. I can talk forever. Right, yeah. because you're finally talking about your Mormon upbringing, and all you're doing is just telling people what they could have just looked up. Yeah, there's a guy named Joe, <laughs> or watched one episode of South Park and figured out. Yeah, <laughs> correct. So moving on, guys. Coming up at the end of the show, I've got some quick news headlines, like always. But this week, welcome back, Rucka Rucka, deputy moderator. Here's his buzzer. And Waylon McQueen, you have a buzzer as well. There you go. If you guys hear anything I say that's a contradiction, if you disagree with anything I say, or if you just want to chime in during the debate, feel free to buzz me. But moving on to the story of the week. Last week, presidential candidate Donald Trump called for largely eliminating food regulations. This is from Food & Wine magazine. While the 2016 presidential candidates have been fairly quiet on the food policy front, This week, Republican Party nominee Donald Trump decided to take on the country's food safety regulators and promptly deleted the statement from his website. Hot scoop from Food & Wine magazine. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I had so many different sources to bring in. I chose Food & Wine. Suck it, Huffington (laughs) Post. Food & Wine, their day to shine. Food & Wine, you know what? It's a pretty, like, well-put-together website. It looks nice. Great. Mm. Is that what you you think is the mark of a good website? You know what, that it guys? Looks great. I decided to get to throw a little bone to Food and White magazine. <laughs> you guys shitting all over me. Is it white text on black background? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's it's just a neatly. It was a concise article, so I brought in fuck shitting on me. I haven't even gotten to the debate part. <laughs> all right, all right. This is from Food and Vine magazine. <laughs> Here's what the statement said. This is from uh, the Trump's website. The FDA food police which dictate how the federal government expects farmers to produce fruits and vegetables and even dictates the nutritional content of dog food. The rules govern the soil farmers use, farm and food production hygiene, food packaging, food temperatures, and even what animals roam, which fields, and when. It also greatly increased inspections of food facilities and leaves new taxes to pay for inspection overkill. That's what he believes, and a lot of people believe this, guys. So the debate this week is, are food regulators necessary? 
or will the market correct itself? This is your chance to vote on the website, the best debate in the universe, madcastmedia.com. Vote before the debate. But now, on to the debate itself. Wayland, as the guest this week, yeah. do you think that food regulation is necessary, or should we abolish the Food and Drug Administration? Uh, yeah, I think it's totally necessary. Why? Because, are you kidding me? Do you trust, <laughs> do you trust some farmer or some person that's handling your food who only cares about money to safely handle your food? Oh, only cares about money. Here yeah, we go. 100%. Okay. I am going to argue that it isn't necessary. The mm. FDA isn't necessary. Okay. That's the position I'm taking Great. this Take week. Ooh, I got something. Yeah, what? Yeah. I mean, look at Maddox. <laughs> doesn't care about money. Doesn't yeah. advertise. Yeah. Does not look to maximize his profit. Puts zero effort into the product. <laughs> <laughs> it, money is an incentive to... Uh, Right to look out for quality. Yeah, it can, I mean, look it at can, you. It can be. You know what, Rucka? Which side are you on, asshole? I am on your <laughs> side. I am using you as an example of why not having the profit motive leaves you not making an effort to put out a decent quality regulated <laughs> okay. product. You know what? This is the most backhanded bullshit yeah. support of my argument I've ever heard in my life, and yeah, that's a yeah. Wayland argument. Yeah. Wayland. You don't know Why what to do, do think- now, do you? <laughs> He's on your side, but yeah, yeah, not really. Trying to help you. <laughs> Wayland, so you're saying with the profit motive, that encourages, that incentivizes companies to regulate themselves. Is that what you're saying, or are you saying the opposite? I am saying that if there's no FDA to step in, and these big companies, big mass-produced food companies, would have no reason to take, as long as they're not killing their consumers, they'd have no reason not to let parts of animals get into their food. Yeah, what's the problem with that? Remember the Peter Pan peanut butter guy? No, I like don't early, remember that. I think it was Peter Pan. He went to jail for a long time. I think. Well, he he knew the CEO knew that there was some kind of poison in there. Let and me fucking say tried this. to put yeah. it out there anyway. They don't. It's just kill people. They're, they'd be preying on. They're doing exactly what Trump does and prey on poor people that just need food, and then they'll make it as crappy as they can get away with without killing them. And the same people have no political power. They'll die early anyway, and then they can just keep killing people. So they need. Some sort of regulatory body. So you're saying all the poor people who are not contributing much to the economy anyway are dying off? Sounds like a pretty fucking <laughs> oh, good yeah. plan to me. <laughs> yeah, let's cut the dead weight. You're the, you're coming up with arguments I didn't even think of, Will, and that's actually a really good one. Yeah, but if the poor people yes. die, now you're the poor person. No? Yeah. No. Oh, cu- I forgot how upper class you are. I, <laughs> I am pretty upper crust. Yeah, yeah. you're up there. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's the thing. Just because... You have the lowest level, the lowest tier of society dying off. Great, by the way. Just because you have them dying off doesn't mean that you suddenly have a new poor class because the poverty line is, what, $13,000, $14,000 US per year? So you no longer have people in that poverty line. They're just gone, and you you no longer have poor people. Oh, this is getting bigger. You need a lower class for capitalism to even work. Says who? <laughs> capitalism. I don't know. I'm not a, what are you? What are you? The I'm president not a, of capitalism? <laughs> well, I'm running for it. I hope so. No, like you need. Like there's <laughs> always sounds like be, the opposite. <laughs> there's always going to be a poor person. There's always going to be a poor person. Well, so, a poorer person is not a poor person. Poor is relativistic. If there were hundreds of millions of homeless people, then people that have a house wouldn't be middle class. You know what I mean? You're saying they would be the upper class. They'd be middle class. If they had a okay, you're comparing. If, there someone, were, if you if you increase the homeless. Population. Yeah, let's, okay, let's do that. Let's, let's increase the population. Yeah. Let's get them all, let's take away some homes. 
And so the homeless population is now, let's say, I don't know what it actually is. So let's say it's 20% of the country. That's really high. That's really high. I know, for my, for my point. Okay. So now that's the lowest class. Yeah. And now if you have a house and yeah. you can afford to just feed a little bit every month, that's the new middle class. It's all relative. Okay. You I know what I mean? Saying. Yeah. Uh, incorrect. All right. <laughs> Let me say this. I realize this is not a popular thing to say, but I trust uh, big companies more than little ones. Like they're big. I go to the supermarket and the... Br- the brands that I recognize, you don't agree that I trust them? <laughs> the, uh, the, the brands that like, I've heard of, they've got a reputation. They can't hide. The, you know, Somebody sues them. They've got to go to court. Like It's the little, it's the Armenian on the side of the road selling chimichangas that I don't trust. They don't have to go to court. They have the money to not, and if they go to court, they have the money. They, they can say, fine, let's go to court. Yeah, I have way but, more money you know, than you. The, the news will talk about it. Like They've got a no. reputation. They got Who big cares? for a reason. Raka, um, do you think chimichangas are an Armenian food? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Everybody all right. knows all roads lead to Armenia. Every yeah. type of food, every, every culture food, every ethnicity. originated uh-huh. over there. Yeah. Isn't that true? No. Didn't you guys invent everything? Actually, a lot of things, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ar- Ar- okay. Armenia, Armenia. <laughs> Armenia is just like Greece and just like Italy. No, it's not. It's God's gift. Yes. Everybody... <laughs> they all think that everybody wants to be them. Yeah, Anybody around do, that area. Yeah, you know what? Kanye West Kanye West uh, is married to an Armenian. Is he? So you watch no, your mouth. Is. Of course he is. Yeah. Yeah. And what an Armenian. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye right. she, got an, she got an ass for days, though. Yeah. You can fact check that. Years. Shithead. Is that an Armenian thing? Asses for days? No, oh, well, but some women, you know, Armenian women, they do have, they are pretty voluptuous and pretty. So there are those those two okay. things. Hey, good debate, guys. Until about, <laughs> until, until about the age of forty. Yeah, that's true. Then they turn oh. into battle axes. Watch out, Kanye. Um, so, yeah. What? What, what sure are we talking? What are we okay, talking? Yeah, back, to, back to the debate. Yeah, back, back to the debate, guys. Waylon, here's the problem with the FDA. Okay. Okay. We are living in the age of the internet. Have you guys heard of it? Well, you're listening to me right now on the fucking internet, not a radio station, because they're all dead. Wow. Yeah, dead. But if we're living in the age of internet, word spreads fast, guys. So if there's a bad company, a bad manufacturer making drugs or food that's tainted, we're going to hear about it pretty quick. Why do we need the FDA? Because when has the internet ever actually stopped someone, a big company, from doing something bad? What's one example of a very large company that was destroyed by people bitching about it on the internet? Exactly. I mean, these guys spend millions on PR because they're because they're image matters to them. Wayland, literally last week, there was a company that come out that came out with an advertisement for a mattress and they did they used 911 for their for their advertising that was campaign. It's like a local that was a local exactly. mattress. That's what store. I'm saying. It's the small businesses that are that are not to be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> trusted to make good choices for their ads. Well, so if Sealy if Sealy came up out with that ad People would bitch about it for three weeks at most, and then Sealy would be fine. Well, no one about, would complain. No, real short attention spans online. Yeah. yeah. Well, here, how about this one then? Cheerios. A couple of years ago, Cheerios came out with an advertisement that had an interracial couple in the commercial. Mm-hmm. My God. And people lost Complete their fucking minds. travesty. Mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was a travesty, Sean? Say it. <laughs> the fact that they were all sitting around eating Cheerios. Okay. It's gross. <laughs> nice save. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. Uh, anyway, good uh, anecdote. Your point. Yeah, so, what's so, your the, point? so the internet, the internet uh, put so much pressure on them that they then no longer made an advertisement like that. No, said, that's not what happened. 
I think so. No, well, you're wrong. Cheerios apologized. It's not at, no, the they, 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 they apologized for it. Why would I want to? That's not what happened. I think that's See, what happened. this is why nobody listens to your little show, because you just make shit up and you call that fucking reporting. Oh, uh, so, uh, I forgot to mention this, guys, at the top of the show. Speaking of shithead, you lie. Uh, we since even since last week we received another hundred thousand downloads. We're already almost at six hundred thousand. Oh, whoa! Careful, right. you're getting bigger. I don't know if I can trust you anymore, <laughs> Mister Big I Podcast. <laughs> I the bigger you get, the worse it's going to be. Wrong. Yeah. But um, <laughs> listen, here's what happened with the Cheerios. All right, um, they uh, MSNBC tweeted out a link to the um to the commercial and said, "Here's something that'll make the right wingers go ew, but makes the rest of us go ah." And everyone freaked out, like a bunch of like conservative and right wing people, in, including like interracial couples, were like, "Hey, fuck! Like, why are you, why are you tying politics to this little uh, commercial?" So that that's where the controversy came from. Cheerios did not apologize for having an in, a, a biracial family. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was a joke. You know what? Yeah. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Fuck. Don't fucking lie to me. <laughs> uh, yes, it was. I'm smart. What? That's on me. I was just letting you oh, know. You disagreed with me. Here's 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 an example, Waylon. All right, put this in your cron smoke. All right, yeah. Duck Dynasty, shithead. You remember when that yeah. grandpa came out and said some really homophobic stuff? Yeah. Everyone jumped down their neck. A and E yeah. canceled the show. Yeah. Bingo. There you go. How well was that show doing when they canceled? Really it was well. the biggest thing on TV. The biggest. Do we thing. know that? Do we know the ratings were dropping? Dude, that and it was show, opportunistic. Those, those guys are like trillionaires. It never my, came back. My dad. That show never came back. My dad told me how big. I could just go to my dad's house and you can see how popular Duck Dynasty was. He has Duck Dynasty band-aids. Yeah. So I know how popular it was. My point is, if that show was on the way out, they had a great way to say, cut the cord. You know what I mean? That show was on its last, it was huge, what? but it's, on, it's going out on top. Seinfeld, it seems Barry like Sanders. No matter what evidence we present that big business is held accountable, you're, you're always going to- But it didn't destroy A&E. It destroyed one TV show. And the, by biggest, the, way, the biggest, by the way, is Duck Dynasty's company hurt? Or are they selling just as many duck calls and all the dumb shit that they sell as they always have? Because I'm sure that their sales are just fine. Well, here's another example. And that's what we're talking about. Okay, well- So the show got canceled. Who cares? They're already rich. Okay, but let's talk about, look, Waylon, you think that companies aren't held accountable by word of mouth. Is that what you're saying? Like big companies? I think that companies can get so big. I'm not saying that they're completely immune. Like if Kraft put, changed their logo to a swastika, I'm sure that would very much hurt their brand. Sean's, Sean's licking his lips. <laughs> now you're, now you're you know, some, my end of the pool. We get some cheese and crackers in here. <laughs> um, mac and cheese straight out of the oven. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Triggered. But there, there are companies, obviously you can make a big enough mistake that you could get destroyed, but big companies, little stuff that are hurting people with very little political clout. Well, okay, I'll give you They're an example. Fine. I'll give you an example, Waylon. Here's one that's crystal clear. Great. Back in the late 80s yes. in Utah, Jack oh. in the Box had a huge outbreak of food poisoning. Oh, okay. I, think, I know yeah. the story. Yeah. It was E. coli. Yeah. E. coli, that's right. And it they took such a hit in Utah, they, the entire franchise left the state. We no longer have Jack in the Box in Utah. And but, that gave rise to one of the greatest marketing campaigns of the latter half of the 20th century. Exactly. It was... They they brought back they brought a Jack character there and the first commercial he's driving a drop top Mustang like a sixty five Mustang and he says these words he says and now that I got my company back blah 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 in other words we didn't kill those people uh. we're new we're improved we're better and that Jack character 
I think this stuff is taught in, in schools, in marketing classes. Fantastic. Yeah, that's like one of the best. So they bounce back just fine Big from time. having one of the biggest. Big time. Maybe not in Utah. Oh, no, not Utah. Well, Utah, Utah hates Jack in the Box. It's, oh, a no. huge, it's a huge market. People love Jack in the Box. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they spent lots of money cleaning up that mess. Yeah, oh, sure. I'm not saying that they, it doesn't take a hit, but Jack in the Box, my point is these companies are so big, they're going to be fine unless they do something Colossal, like yeah, it's okay. They, they might just lose a state of income, an entire state worth of income. But one of what one of fifty. State, what state? <laughs> Utah. Only, yeah, but there are like seven states that matter in that situation. The um the farmer. I think if you were to talk to farmers, they would say they're scared shitless of grocery stores not carrying their product anymore. Yeah, like that's they're true. they're more. That's afraid, a good point. They're more afraid of their reputation than the than the FDA. I worked in a restaurant when I was nineteen. I worked in TGI Fridays as a deep fry cook, and I can talk about that for hours and hours, but unlike Maddox- We I'm, don't have time, Rock. I, I don't have time, but I will say it was the <laughs> most uh, dramatic three months of my life, <laughs> and the most dramatic days were when a company called EcoSure would come in. EcoSure sounds like they're there to make sure everything's kosher, and um, oh, they were- Is that really what it was? Well, really going for that not, not literally kosher, okay. like the Jewish yeah. kosher, but yeah, they were there to make sure the shit is clean and impeccable. They were a privately hired company. Um, they would show up randomly, or we would get hear rumors they were coming. They would people would be shaking. Everyone was scared shitless that uh, the TGI Fridays ratings would go down. Again, this is a privately hired. This is TGI Fridays saying we want uh, people to know that we care about being clean and oh. and and sanitary. They would hire this company to come in, scared the shit out of all of us. And that's how and the day they showed up was a fucking nightmare to work there. And the health department, they would show up once a month. They would let us know 2 weeks in advance. Some uh chubby lady would show up, flirt with the manager you know, r- sign a piece of paper Was and go Kim home. Kim Kardashian? Yeah, yeah but nobody health- gave a shit about the health <laughs> but the, department. But the yeah. health department's not the FDA. No. I'm, like I'm a, just saying this idea that I know, um, the private interests gonna- have no incentive to, to, to keep it sanitary versus the government being... Uh, fully reliable is probably is not w- w- something I saw working at Fridays. Well, for three here's, no, I think I think private business does have uh, you know a vested interest in in not killing people. You know, they do have a, a vested interest in putting out a product to a certain level. But at the same time, when you're talking profit, they may cut corners as much as they can. Okay, it and, it and the FDA doesn't, are they so emotionally attached to their job that if some rats fall into the to the product and somebody slips them some money, no, the, the well, FDA? No, that's the thing. It, but no, we're not, I agree with you. They're, they're, they can be, uh, they're not above corruption and lobby groups either. I, I, I'm not saying that there's not a line. Yes, companies have a vested interest in not killing people. If they kill people, then it's going to be game or over. But there's sick. a lot. Yeah, they, there's a line where they can hit, and they will, in the name of profits, they will get to that line. And if yeah, there's oh, no yeah. regulatory body, then they're going to push that line as far as they can. And I'm not. I'm, I'm also trying not, to think what else they do. The FDA. Yeah, they, the FDA. They regulate like well, condoms. No, I read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Condoms, that's oh, true. Condoms. So. Mm-hmm. Well, you do uh, want those. Well, uh, well, do you want? Do you want condoms regulated? Do you want the government okay. out of your pants? Out <laughs> of here's, here's something I do know. The you know, there's been kind of a relatively new craze of all these crazy supplements that supposedly do this, supposedly yeah. do that. They're they're not regulated by the FDA. They're not regulated. And some dietary supplements. But, yeah, yeah. But yeah. then a lot of them are not. And it says these statements have not been evaluated by the FDA, blah, blah, Correct. blah. Basically yeah. take at your own risk. And they do a lot. I've seen a lot of uh, published testing on that kind of stuff. And there are some that have what they claim to have in them. And then there are some that have 
nothing. Snake oil. About what they, it's complete snake oil, yeah. So right, that's it's what happens. It's, it's like bilking consumers. Right. There's yeah. no testing they, it's whatsoever just, it's just unless ground, you do it privately. It's just ground up Nerf balls they put in those things. Yeah. That, but part of that. So part of it's like a consumer protection, is it not? Yeah, but also, I'm, so th- I'm going to flip my position a little bit. That's right. a little bit, bi- if you're stupid enough to think some of that shit works, then oh, you, deserve to get, you deserve to get your money well, taken away from you. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> unfortunately we make laws for the stupidest people in society. Yeah. Well, guys, they're going to drink battery acid unless you put something on there. I have here a comment uh, to your point, Rucka, from John Stossel from Fox News. He's a Fox News commentator. Oh, Fox News. I bet they have ads. (laughs) (laughs) That's all they are. Ads for Republicans. Uh, He says here, he says here that with regards to the FDA, we have groups like Consumer Reports and Underwriters Laboratory. They take away the government's monopoly, and private groups will do it better. What do you think of that, Whalen? Do you think pri- private groups will do it better? Because Rucka's point was that there's no emotional attachment that an FDA agent has to making sure that your food is safe or clean. Why would they? Why would the government necessarily do a better job than a private industry? That's a good question. I think. So yeah. you think that good you question. think that. <laughs> Great. So how do we know we can trust these private groups? Well, how do you know you can trust the government? We got to trust somebody. Do you? You would rather trust, (laughs) I mean, or don't at all, but then all of this is moot in that point. I'm also, I want to make it clear that I'm not saying that the FDA doesn't need work and that it can't be corrupt. I'm just saying that the FDA as an entity is necessary. That's not to say that I think the FDA is perfect. Far from it. But private groups... We can trust consumer reports now, but then in 20 years, if we find out that, oh, you know, they're on GM's payroll. Yeah. that, that pri- I think private groups are more susceptible than the government as a whole to be completely on someone's payroll. The, go- the government oh. gets influenced by lobby. Right. I know that the government can be corrupt. I'm not pretending oh, wait, wait, the government wait, isn't. Wait a second. It, it, it Does consumer reports have ads? Yeah. You're asking mm. me? I don't fuck. What am I, a Do fucking they? housewife? They have to, right? <laughs> yeah. Listen, here, here's what I think this boils down to. And I, I think the reason Maddox has me on his show so often is because I, I'm good at adding a splash of context. I think the reason we're more inclined to trust the government than we are to trust the private sector is because we don't like self-seeking. We don't like um, companies seeking profit. We don't like people looking out for themselves. We'd rather see somebody look out for somebody else. Hmm, that makes zero sense. Um, <laughs> here's, here's an argument against the FDA. How about this one, guys? <laughs> Great. They give people a false sense of security. <laughs> 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 they do. They give, they give people a false sense of security. If abusing patients by withholding drugs, this is from fee.org, F-E-E.org. It says, if abusing patients by withholding drugs is a problem, so is the reverse, creating a false sense of security. A Consumer Reports expose in January of 2006 found that tens of millions of people may have been exposed to a rare but serious side effect of dozens of commercially common prescription drug types in the United States during the 12 months ending in September of 2005. Most of the drugs are usually used to treat conditions that are not usually life-threatening. However, these drugs can cause some serious side effects such as heart attack, stroke, muscle breakdown, kidney damage, increased cancer risk, et cetera, et cetera. Now, these are just common over-the-counter prescription, non-prescription medication that you can just buy today in grocery stores. Just because the FDA has given it its stamp of approval doesn't mean that it's safe for consumers to take. So what, what's the debate here? It's if we should have the FDA or not have the FDA. Yeah, well, then, what's they, the point? then they recall them. When that like uh, FinFin, that yeah. dietary supplement, right. which is... Just for those people who are like, oh, natural stuff, heaven. That's made from ephedra. That's a root 
from China. Okay, right. that's natural, and it fucking kills people. So just not to go off, but don't give me this. Oh, do all these natural supplements? It's blah 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 blah. So, Whoa, somebody's but, being paid off by big pharma. That's right. <laughs> so the any it's argument chill for big pharma. Any argument that talks about how the FDA is ineffective and picks and chooses places where it hasn't been affected isn't relevant to the argument uh, of whether or not we should have the FDA. If the FDA sucks, that's that means we just need to fix the FDA. Oh, that fix mean, the FDA. Yeah. I'm on the side of fix the FDA, but I don't mean we shouldn't have it. That's just like saying if you have a shitty babysitter, then, well, we don't need our kids well, to Well, we don't need to hear about Maddox's childhood again. <laughs> I, I'm, on, I'm on the side of fuck the FDA and fuck the babysitter. I think we're, we're arguing. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Uh, you really did have a Mormon upbringing. <laughs> Uh, you know, so we're arguing about does does the FDA work better? Would a private company work better? Should we trust big business? Should we not trust business? Should we, it's like, how about just the principle of should people be allowed to voluntarily associate and sell each other services without being told if they're doing it right? Yeah, that's a good point, Rucka. But I'll tell you a business I do trust. Kendall and Hyde. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Kendall and Hyde, makers of leather satchels, boots, and belts built to last a lifetime. Two, if you count the cows, Guys, I love Kendall and Hyde. I am so happy with my leather products from them. Waylon, I'm going to show you the Kendall and Hyde boot. I like to do this with guests who oh, are great. first time on the show. Cool. This is the boot. I want to hear your actual, authentic reaction to it. My real reaction to the Kendall and Hyde boot. I love it. I love the stitching. This is very honest. I love the stitching. It's a very nice boot. Yeah, it's a very nice compliment. That's an honest endorsement. Yeah, that's really, like I don't normally hang out with Armenians, but there's <laughs> but one. Maddox, I just yeah, love. He's, really he's, one. One of, he's one of the good ones. <laughs> okay, Wayland. Yes. Wayland, I'm gonna show you the Kendall and Hyde belt that they send me. Great. This is the actual belt okay. right now. So this belt that they send, Wayland, the leather that Kendall and Hyde uses is full grain leather. It's made from the uppermost part of the hide. It's the most complete form of the hide. It's stronger than the bullshit you buy at, for cheap belts. And by the way, these belts, for what you get, they have a lifetime guarantee. That's a good deal at any price because it could potentially be the last belt that you ever buy. So when you inevitably put on 100 pounds and stretch this belt out, they'll replace it for you. They'll replace it. If, if you damage your belt, they'll repair it or replace it. Great. I like that it looks simple but it looks nice, but it's very, ba I like basic stuff. And yeah, it's a very it, nice, simple, basic belt. It has a simplistic elegance to it. Very much so. It's it's understated, but classy, like me. That's true. Mm. Yeah. A beautiful man. You are classy. Beautiful belts, beautiful other products. Guys, Madcast listeners get 15% off your entire order. That's a fantastic deal. I, I sincerely want to thank Kendall and Hyde and all the listeners who've supported the show. We're off to a great start with this podcast. Thank you guys so much for supporting us. But moving on, now it's time for the other side of the debate. Because I feel like you guys did a shit job last... Uh, you didn't present one good argument against the FDA. I, I presented a billion you, good arguments. Are no, you kidding me? all of them were very specific things about how the FDA isn't working at top capacity. Okay, how about... Not one about, single good argument. Bullshit, all right? How about start... start? Let's start with there. How about this, Wayland? How about that they are too overbearing? They regulate pet food. Is it really necessary that we have a government administration regulating pet food? Well, it's under the umbrella. Right. Is that yeah. necessary? I, I think so. so. You People would, care about their pets. I, I mean, what... What do you want to do? Grind up fucking cactus? Pets eat their own poop. Look who why you're do asking. We need, why, why do we need the government to, to regulate something for an animal that eats its own shit? That's still not a good argument because you're picking one part of the FDA. So your argument is let's get rid of all of the FDA because I don't like one thing it does. 
There's a lot I don't like that you do, Maddox, but I want you to stay in my life. So <laughs> just, you, the argument there is that the FDA is overreaching, but you haven't made a good argument about why the FDA isn't necessary. You've made arguments about why parts of the FDA aren't working. Okay. Mm. Well, Philosophy. Here's, <laughs> here, here's, That's just logic. Yeah, well, here's some logic for you. Put this in your pipe and smoke it, Waylon. Great. Have you ever heard of thalidomide? Now, thalidomide was a drug that came out, I think, in the 1950s or 1960s. And it was marketed as a drug that would help prevent morning sickness for pregnant women. Mm. Well, it was big in Europe. A lot of women took it. And they found that their children had severe birth defects when they were born. They were born without arms and legs, uh, sometimes facial deformations. It was a terrible, terrible drug. Thankfully, thankfully, according to the FDA... They did not approve this drug in the United States, and Americans did not suffer the consequences of this shitty drug coming to the marketplace. And they Great. do, there There are a lot of uh, surgeries and treatments and things like that that are approved overseas that are not uh, approved yet in the United States. So th- right. sometimes they do err on the side of caution, and it's a good thing. Now, that's a good thing. That's an example of when the FDA did something good and they did something right. But on the flip side, there is... The FDA had a press conference a little while back where they said that they were they just approved a drug that they say will save 14,000 lives per year. Great. But that drug sat on the waiting list for for years and it cost billions of dollars for that drug to be approved. So that every year that that drug is delayed reaching market is another 14,000 lives killed. Do you think that the FDA has man yeah, you're picking so many. So here's the thing. <laughs> Are you going down the Maddox, road? What if the FDA let that go? You're still attacking how inefficient the FDA is. You're not saying the FDA shouldn't exist. Because if the FDA didn't exist, you can just flip your two examples and you can say, well, this one drug that you're just talking about got out here, but what was the first one? The 50s and 60s one? Thalidomide. Thalidomide. That would have gotten the United States. So that would have killed people. So you. Right. So both sides of the art, like the FDA needs to be there. Am I saying it's perfect? No. Am I saying it will be perfect? No. I still haven't heard a single good argument for why the FDA has to exist and this can't be a private company that does this because a private company that's smaller, that's less bureaucratic may be able to operate more efficiently and approve drugs quicker to come to the marketplace. Who, who is the private company accountable to? Hmm. See, Maddox, you concede that big business is always the bad guy. So you're kind of giving um, you're giving him the moral high ground by saying don't trust the private sector, and then he's got you by the balls. How's that, Rucka? Always. Be- because you're, you're handing him that, well, can't trust big business, but maybe a small business can be trusted to regulate medicine and food. Don't smaller companies, don't smaller organizations have less bureaucracy, don't they have less inefficiencies? Don't they operate no. quicker? Companies grow be- by being efficient. And by the way, smaller companies can just be some mom and pop fucking Armenian crew <laughs> just fucking looking to cut corners and, and make a quick buck and disappear. Armenians never cut corners. By the way, if, if, a, uh, if, a, if, a big, if a big, reputable, progressive company like Cheerios um, were poisoning their Cheerios, don't you think that would get them in trouble or or like what like do you do you only trust the uh, little shitty off brand at your little dollar store down the street over here to give you clean cheerios Rucka, what the fuck are we are Arminios. you do you think i'm arguing do you what side you're, do you think i'm you're arguing you're supposed to be arguing 
for the FDA, but you switched back to anti-FDA to argue with him, and I let you do it because I could have buzzed you an hour ago, but this is a perfect case of an example when the guest disagrees with you and is doing a good job arguing with you, so let's just let's just keep it going there. We don't okay. need to do both sides. Wrong. No. Okay. Okay, you know what? Waylon, I don't think you're doing a good job of arguing for the FDA. I'm gonna fuck it. I'm gonna come in as the hero and save this uh, debate. Save right. this. All right. right. And here's the thing, guys. If you if you guys think that the FDA regulation is necessary and important for every one of these points that I bring up that Waylon didn't, I'm gonna deduct one percentage from the vote next week. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Sounds vote <laughs> manipulation. It's the only uh, way he can get it to result the way he wants. Oh, really? Apple result. Yeah, because we got a 19% difference in the votes. You heard, Yeah, Lord that's Matthew. a lot of fucking difference, considering yeah. you made no effort to argue for Apple. It was me and Blake Vapes that no, shut down the argument. No, you and you, you know this, man! <laughs> Your argument last week was that it was, quote, dope. Hell yeah, that it's dope! <laughs> what, do you, what you know about dope? I, I'm made of dope, buddy. Sniff uh. me. <laughs> Gross. You can put yeah. me on a spoon and smoke it. Put that in your crotch. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> put spoon, crotch. He's put that thoroughly in your confused. I don't know what they do in Armenia. Trigger. Oh, shit. Waylon just got triggered. Look yeah. what you did, Rucka. You trigger. I'm, a, yeah, I'm offended as a comedian. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right, get to your fucking little <laughs> point right. about the FDA. All right, here's the, here's the arguments that we didn't get to. You guys didn't do a good job. I'll, I'll get to it. Private groups is what we had before the FDA existed. Right, and that shit didn't work, and that's why the FDA came into existence in the first place. Well, I think there were no I groups. I said that. No, you, you didn't say that. <laughs> I said that private groups can't be. No one can hold them accountable. That's well, exactly why. That's they, not the same as saying you they learn exist. about this oh, in school. You gosh. learn about this in school under the uh, under <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt's administration. Yeah, a guy named Upton Sinclair wrote a book called The Jungle about right. the Chicago meatpacking industry, and allegedly Roosevelt couldn't eat sausage anymore after that when he found out what the hell was actually going on. That's correct, Sean. And you know why we need the FDA, Wayland? Rucka? Because of a novel that was written in the 19th century? Partly, but okay. also because, early 20th. because the FDA regulates our foods for exports. And people have, consumers in other nations trust American exports because they know that we have a robust FDA that regulates our food and makes it safe. And not only that, it encourages our neighboring countries to regulate their own foods, like foods we get from Mexico. Those shit countries are nothing but government <laughs> gangs, okay? They, they trust us because we're the, we're the um, economic powerhouse, because we are the land of opportunity, because people here give a shit about the product they're creating. That's why we've achieved the reputation of, of producing decent products. Oh, really? It's just because of that. Oh, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, now we got a live one. I'm, I'm happy about this, all right? Mm. The FDA is necessary because the free market has already tried that, and they've, they've already tested it, and they've failed to make food safe. This is from Think Progress. They said, libertarian theorists have long claimed that the free market can take care of food safety. People want to be healthy, so food producers want to have customers, right? Food producers that make people unhealthy will develop a, a bad reputation and eventually lose all their customers. And food producers that have good reputations will persevere by choosing to sell safe food. Americans lived in that libertarian paradise for years, and what they got was moldy ketchup. This is from uh, this is from Think Progress. It said some producers would try to fight such contamination by doctoring their ketchup with chemicals such as boric acid, formalin, salicylic acid, and benzonic acid. Others would simply sell a product that was filthy, decomposed, and putrid. 
That's what happened without the FDA. And they were exporting these products. So what do you want to do, Rucka? Uh, you you want to wait you just, around? These guys th- at Think Progress, which sounds like a very— um, It's a liberal group. Oh, it's shocking. Well, it's- I also brought in Fox <laughs> News, didn't I? Yeah, but— Bingo. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> they just said, well, back in the day, they used to just give it, put out shitty. It's just, it's just, okay, well, back in the day, they also, they used to make great. You're just, they're just fucking throwing out facts, like, with, without backing it up. You, you know what, what would you back up a fact with? Can you name me a, a, a case where somebody poisoned the ketchup or some shit? Yeah, that's what, that's what spawned the FDA was in the 19, I believe, 20s or 10s. There was, there was all sorts of spoiled milk that they were putting chemicals in. To, they would use these chemicals to eliminate the odors of rotten eggs and eliminate the color. What that, spawned the FDA was a culture that said, don't trust the businessman. No, it was not. Yes. It was people were getting sick off of rotten milk and rotten eggs because you can make food that's bad if look they got, fresh. If they got sick from drinking the occasional bad glass of milk, it was happening all over the world, okay? And go to, uh, like, Venezuela or someplace where it's nothing but government regulation and you're eating shit 24 hours a day. In Venezuela, people are yeah. just eating shit all day. Yeah. That's the government. Government regulation... Uh, as opposed to like a government regime. Yeah. Well, that's not a call, good government to. But that's not, they're pick. not regular. They're not well, doing it on the, behalf the, of the people the, at all. But the Venezuelans were driven by these same ideas saying, don't trust the private sector. Eventually the government just continues to grow because, well, if, if they fucked it up, we gotta, we gotta expand. But it. The, at least that for now, and at least with some sort of semblance, the, you know, the United States government is held accountable by the people in some small way. In a very and, large and, way. And if, they, and if that gets taken away, like in Venezuela or other countries, then the government becomes just as bad as the private The sector. only the counter thing. to that held is there are a lot of government-appointed uh, agents. Like the EPA, nobody's elected to the EPA. That's yeah, appointed. But the people that appoint them are elected. Uh, yeah, so theoretically, so, through yeah. 19 channels, you could take, Possibly, take care of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys, what if you go to a country, you're just a tourist, and you land in India somewhere, and you see this restaurant, looks good from the outside, who knows, it looks like a nice building, you walk in, you order some food, and you get sick. Well, you don't know the reputation. You don't know the local reputation of that restaurant. Yeah, so, so hopefully whole- it's like TGI Fridays, a, a, a brand recognized all over the place that I know they're not serving me bullshit because I know they're hiring EcoSher to show up. In India. I don't think there's any DUI that's Fridays. Why, yeah, that's why India needs to modernize and get oh. get, a, get some Mickey D's and oh, okay. shit. Going after India. <laughs> <laughs> that's, India was singing your tune forever, man. For 50 years, they didn't want to even have people trading with nearby villages. They said, no, 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 trade is bad. Let's just live local, grow local, be local. And they all starved for 50 years. Yeah, isn't that the libertarian ideals? No, you it's not. <laughs> they were being prohibited from trading freely. They were no, no, they're I your know. people, man. I'm busting your balls. But here's right. here's the thing. Reputations, right? If if somebody gets sick off of food and dies, do you really want to like would you be that person? Would you want to be that guinea pig? I'd feel safer eating at McDonald's than I would from some Armenian on the side of the road. Why do you keep saying Armenians? <laughs> because we're there's sa- the ultimate example people. of of just Corner cutting. No, we don't cut corners. <laughs> Armenians, ne- have you Armenians seen, never. Have cut you corners. seen the way Mercedes cut corners? They do. Well, they're not. You can a, hear an the Armenian. squeal from well outside of Glendale. <laughs> All right. right. <laughs> Guys, the FDA regulates pet food, but that's for a good reason. Because 11 of the 23 pet food recalls by the FDA since September of last year pulled chow off of shelves due to being poisoned by listeria and salmonella. 
That's a lot of recalls in under a year. Yeah, the FDA did that, not private industry. I don't give a shit about pet food. Well, that's fine, but but it is an example. I'm not, it is an example. I argued for the FDA. The pet food thing is so stupid. Okay, so this is a completely different issue. I'll go off, can I go off on a tangent? Yeah. Is that okay? Uh, Yeah, we'll cut it. Yeah, okay. We'll cut it. I won't do it if we're gonna cut it. No, no, no. Uh, no, no, no the point it. is, it's the comic I relief. I don't Sean. want. I don't want that. I don't want that as an argument about pet food. Sure. Yeah. People. People love pets too much. Is what I'm trying to get at. Well, like I don't. We correct. need to take care of humans before pets. Yeah. So don't throw sure. pet arguments at me when there are human arguments. To me, I right, agree. Is what we I'm saying. Put down pets. No, I'm not saying put down. I have three that dogs. Whalen I love said my put dogs. Put down pets. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Trigger. <laughs> <laughs> I have three dogs. I love my dogs, but I would kill my dogs in a second to save any human life. Yeah, correct. I would yeah, kill so, Waylon's dogs too in yeah, a second. So if pets are dying and humans, <laughs> yeah, if the kill FDA, your dogs too. Yeah, great. Kill my dogs. I don't. Let's see what happens, <laughs> Maddox. Let's see what happens if you kill my dogs. <laughs> They end up on a roadside stand. <laughs> no, they don't. We don't yeah. eat dogs, Sean. I I don't know. I don't know. I'm saying no. But as, maybe, a, as the ambassador of Armenians. Okay, okay. Waylon, sorry. To, you, to your point, you said we you would put down a dog uh, before you put down a human. <laughs> yeah, before I put down a human. Yeah, before I <laughs> euthanize a human. Uh, I'd euthanize. Oh, that's a different. Okay. Well, I, you got me all mixed yeah. up here, yeah. Maddox. Uh, so my point is, I've obviously been pro-FDA, but that argument doesn't matter to me because- we're, we should be talking about humans instead of dogs. Well, but yeah. we but we hate humans, don't we? Aren't they all just these short-sighted businessmen that want to rape everybody for a quick buck? Dogs would never do that. Rucka, is there a middle ground with you? Do you believe- No, there's not. That's the point. Dogs love rape. They would rape. They do. That's yeah, true. Dogs, dogs love do. rape. Dogs do rape, yeah. All right. I saw a Dalmatian over the weekend that, that was- uh, have a non-consensual sex. Dalmatians are the worst dogs. <laughs> well, they're, Dal- no, Dal- they're Dal- so great. inbred, yeah. their eyes are crossed. Yeah, yeah they've, they've, yeah. It's a, it's these, a were, ruined, these were really cross-eyed dogs having breed. sex. It's probably saw. raping its own father or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm. All right, guys. Good I just want to end. Man. I just want to end on this point. The, this is from the Daily Beast. Great. Douglas Powell, former Kansas State University Fucking food dog safety run website, right? Yeah, pro animal so. yeah, Big dog. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. You know what? Just I'm, read I'm your little you. fucking read story now. Now I'm said. curious, which doesn't happen often here. No. He said, just like we regulate the nutritional content of vitamins that we add to breakfast cereal or bread, dogs also need proper nutrition. He told the Daily Beast, we should use science to improve the lives, not only of humans, but our four-legged companions. Now, here's the thing, guys. I don't have a pet. I don't give a shit. I don't have a dog in this fight, is what you might have said if you were a clever uh, broadcaster. Uh, yeah. You know, it's real easy to think of those zingers when you're sitting there and not having to bring in all the research, isn't it? It sure is. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> so did you have a point to, about a point? that? Yeah, yeah. The point is this, guys. Without the FDA, because look, we're we're sitting here in a room with four people, and Wayland, who is an actual dog owner, doesn't give that much of a shit about dog food regulations. As long as the priorities are in order. Like, you don't have a problem with them regulating pet food as long as they get the priorities in order, yeah, right? If, yeah, like if, if, if the people are taken care of, then we'll worry about the lower That's what I'm forms. trying to say. So yeah. that's the main argument I want to make sure humans are taken care of. So if the FDA was sacrificing the work they're putting into making sure my dog isn't getting no, any grains, not okay. but humans are dying, I don't care. But if the human side is fine and then we move on to dogs, that's fine. I'm sick of... I think there's a problem in the United States with people prioritizing animal lives over human lives. All right. So well, that's what I'm sick but of. But like if it's their own animal, like you you take care of your dogs more than you take care of any people, right? Uh, but no, if a person came to me and needed the same care that my dog did. You don't rub yeah, my but belly. but you keep your door locked so that they can't come inside and ask you for help. 
That's true. I do mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Like, all this is talk. Is that specifically why I keep my door locked is so people well, don't come in and ask me for help? One of several <laughs> reasons, but I don't know if you live in an Armenian heavy populated I, I live in Glendale. What? I live in Glendale. So. <laughs> I would keep my door double bolted at all times. <laughs> no they come shit in up. and ask for an air compressor to blow up their spare on the Mercedes. <laughs> you know what? Why does that even mean? What does that even fucking mean? That doesn't even, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> It does. Well, it, all this talk about like who are we taking care of and what are we doing? Like we're not actually individually. We're all just going about our business, right? Like yeah. I'm taking care of me. You're taking care of you. I am. Not. I'm buying. I'm if I have a dog, I'm buying dog food at a at a big chain store that I trust, not to sell me shit dog food. Oh yeah, They're based entirely on reputation. You know what? You you, you trust you trust who your neighbor? Why? What, what incentive do they By have? The- it's tell not you a, the truth. That's not my neighbor. I don't trust my neighbor. Where he's, does he's, you're my neighbor. Where does the reputation come from? <laughs> it comes from lo- many, many people buying their product and them know. By the way, it's not yeah, only but, it's not only reputation. It's also rule of law. Like they can get not only sued, but uh, they can get uh, arrested and go to jail if they poison. Rule if they, of law yeah. sounds like a regulation. Well, listen, I never said there should be no law. I said the government should not control every aspect of your life. Okay. But the, the argument that you should do things because a bunch of people, people are stupid. So yeah. Yeah, like, Have you the, read actually, Yelp more, The number one dog food, I'm sure, is some bullshit Purina that your dog shouldn't be eating. Yeah. And so but you shouldn't trust just because, oh, everyone likes, that's the other problem is you need the FDA to tell everyone to help stupid everyone else is. Wait. Well, who are these guys? Like Mensa's greatest uh, members? <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's in the FDA but a bunch of uh, fat chicks uh, fucking t- <laughs> telling you to sign the form when you get to the office? That's true. It is fat chicks. Guys, that is the debate. <laughs> Good debate, guys. <laughs> we'll end on that. Don't, don't forget to vote at madcastmedia.com. Yeah. Both sides of the debate. I'm actually curious to see, I and I, I'm curious to see not only which side of the debate was more persuasive, for or against the FDA, but also what you guys think I truly believe. Nobody knows. You don't know what you truly yes, believe. Yes, I do. You're Sean gonna, has the envelope. Uh, let's open the I envelope do. now. It's going to say some shit like, well, there should be some FDA, but not too much FDA, <laughs> but in some cases, there should be no FDA. Okay, Rocket, are you willing to put money on that? Do you think that I'm, I'm somewhere in the middle? I will put every penny to my name that your answer will be somewhere in the middle. It will not be an equivocal uh, yes or no to the to the question. Okay, we're recording it. It's, right, yeah, it's done. Yeah. That's a binding contract. How much are we betting? You're into every penny of your own. <laughs> $19. And if, and if I'm right, I get what? A fucking... The, every, the, every penny the fucking, I... The, the income of your non-advertising website and yes. whatever's left over from fucking... Uh-huh. Yeah, and whatever's left over. giving away free t-shirts? Yeah. Zero minus zero. Let me add the... Math carry major, the one. Yeah. Major. <laughs> All right, guys, moving on. I have a couple headlines from around the web. This one is from Pennsylvania. The police put out a notice. They said, if you lost your cocaine at Sam's Club, call us. Oh, it's a sting. <laughs> or it's a, not even a sting, right? It's yeah, they, getting idiots to right. who have warrants. This is from uh, Pittsburgh CBS. They said, police in eastern Pennsylvania are urging the person who lost their cocaine in a store to give them a call. According to the York Daily Record, officers were called to Sam's Club in... Springettisburg Township on Saturday where a small bag of white powder had been found near cash registers. The substance turned out to be cocaine and the police are working to track down the owner. <laughs> so, if that's your cocaine, give them a call. I'll link to it on the website. Yeah. That shit has worked before. Yeah, it's, they call it actually people has. And say they've like won a prize or something yeah. like that. Everybody with warrants just come down to the police station and Well, sometimes you don't really think it They who, appeal to the, the greed. Person? They appeal to the greed. 
Yeah, and also people who just skim the headlines, they say, oh, this, someone found my cocaine. Can't they just throw the coke in the garbage? Like, do they need to fucking go out of their way and, and track down the guy who, who had some coke and lost it? Here's, here's the deal, though. <laughs> fucking ruining a bachelor party somewhere. Yeah. yeah. This is just playing devil's advocate because this is for obviously cocaine. stupid for cocaine. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to argue for cocaine. If that person could be in some serious trouble. If they lost a substantial amount of cocaine that doesn't belong to them oh, entirely. That's actually a good point. Arthur and Quinn. so it oh, might yeah. be worth the small fine or yeah. jail time to not get murdered. Right. Also, if you if you have the cops say, you know, you could tell them on the phone. Say, hey, meet me at this place. Meet me at this, <laughs> meet <laughs> yeah. me at this alley. And, and do a sting on the cops themselves. Uh, some breaking bad shit. Oh, I see. Yeah. I don't, but. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. It's, <laughs> did, did get on my sting, level. Did they sting, sting the, cops? the cops? I saw all what? five seasons. What are you talking about? You're so saying the cops shit? are corrupt? Yeah, no, you get the cops to come down an alley and you trap them. When did they do that? And do what? They're going to beat do you. They did that. What? The cops? Yeah. What you, do, if you, you have, have cops trapped in an alley. Depends on how many weapons you have. You guys don't know shit about life. What? <laughs> life? Moving, moving on. Speaking of life. A man dressed as an armored truck driver walks out of a Walmart with $75,000. Did you guys mm. hear about this? No. In Oklahoma, this is from NBC News, investigators were working on Monday to identify a man who took more than $75,000 from an Oklahoma Walmart after disguising himself as an armored truck driver. Authorities say the suspect entered the Walmart store in Bristow about 10.30 a.m. Saturday, walked to the cash office, signed for the deposit, and walked out of the store with $75,000 he drove away in a dark four-door Chevrolet. Huh. Mm. That's great, great robbery. Yeah, uh, great robbery. Yeah. There's that thing that you uh, everyone says with a suit and a briefcase, you can get into almost anywhere. It's I true, agree. and you act like you're supposed to be yeah. there. It's yeah. amazing where you can get in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've gotten in some crazy places, which I won't talk about now. Well, I can tell you guys, I did crash a really big party. Uh, this was... What? We're, we're all getting off oh, topic. Oh, that's right. I, I lost track of time. Yeah. Um, okay, I'll, here's the last headline real quick. A man gives a phony $50 bill to a girl's charity lemonade stand. <laughs> I almost brought well, this guy in as the hero of the, the month. Mo- month, week. I think. Okay, hero of the week. <laughs> I like month. Month. It's hero of the month. This is from nope. MonroeNews.com. For the past three years, fourth grader Maya Leachman of Monroe has sold lemonade at her stand to raise money for Alzheimer's research in honor of her grandfather who's suffering from the debilitating disease. On Sunday, a thief used fake money to cheat Maya out of $50 while she was busy making sales. Did he know it was fake? Because some of those are damn good. Or the ironic thing is the guy has Alzheimer's and didn't realize that it was a fake. Waylon, you are unraveling all these news stories. (laughs) Because people walking around with a fake $50 bill. Might forget I don't know it's if fake. This is real. Yeah. Well, um, what? How do you spend fifty bucks at a lemonade stand? <laughs> yeah. Well, here's what he did. The, the man rode up on a black bicycle and asked for change for a fifty dollar bill. God, stealing phones, stealing lemonade. Uh huh. These bicycle guys. God. You know what? They're pretty cool. They're cool guys sometimes. No one really gave it a second thought since the sale involved a soon-to-be nine-year-old girl raising money for charity. Ms. Leachman, the girl's mom, said that they discovered the bill was phony at the end of the day while they were counting the donations. Maya, her mother, and the volunteers were working the lemonade stand when the man rode up and handed them a note saying that he was deaf and needed change for a $50 bill. Now there's a Twitter movement like, I'm with Maya or some shit. Oh, probably. So they tossed the fake bill into a bucket. You're on this guy's side, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) This this bitch Maya. I want to see the bill. I've had a guy at gas station show me some of the, they've got them taped up. Yeah. 
there, some of them are really, really good. Yeah, well, they, she said that the bill was folded, so you couldn't quite read all the words, and they just threw it in the bucket. They tossed the bill into the bucket and handed him two real 20s and a 10. The man deviously concealed the words that identified the bill as phony. Oh, well, I, this isn't a new story. What, you, what do you mean it's, it's not, not a new story? New, what, who cares? Yeah, it's just some shit no, that happened. No so. one lost money except for the Alzheimer's Foundation can't pay for parking for a day. I mean, like, he, it's 50 bucks. Like, she wasn't... She didn't get money robbed out of her pocket. No, she actually did. She gave him $50 that... But she wasn't going to keep it. Oh, you're saying... That, so the, the Alzheimer's Foundation okay, is so now $50. A deaf for. guy has 50 more dollars is how I see this. He, how story. do you know he's deaf? He said he was deaf. He wrote that he was deaf. Uh, okay, here. Well, oh, I'm writing down. Those, really? That's yeah. what it said, right? That's what it said, wrote, yeah. Yeah. You he, think he might you, not be deaf. You think that this guy was deaf? He could have been. I don't care. And he just happened to have a phony 50 on him? <laughs> Maybe somebody told him it's fake, but he couldn't hear them. <laughs> <laughs> we cracked the case wide open here on the best debate in the universe. Does the FDA fucking regulate these little treacherous uh, fake oh, charity lemonade yeah. stands? Or? Maya might be poisoning everyone. We don't know. Actually, they do. And cops have shut down lemonade stands before. I link to it on my website. Fun's over, kids. <laughs> yeah. I'll link to it again. It's like a city ordinance. It's actually true. They yeah. do shut down lemonade stands if you don't get a health permit to run them. Right. Yeah. You shake down everyone, even and especially the kids. That's my policy here at Madcast Media. <laughs> Guys, thank you, Wayland, for coming into the show. Thanks for having me. I'll link to Wayland's Twitter. Rocka Rocka. Yeah. Sean, the audio engineer. Thank you. But most of all, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, I was just calling to say hi. <laughs> Uh, love the podcast. Is he drunk? Great. Uh, listen, I, I think I owe you, you guys an apology. I, I think I had one, one too many of those, uh, uh, Italian margaritas. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, you know, I, I think I'm, uh, not really angry at you guys. I think I'm just kind of dealing with a lot right now. I just recently oh. moved and had a break up with my oh, no. longtime girlfriend and, uh, anyways, blah, blah, blah. But more importantly, I, I, I did move to a new address and I have, had some trouble uh, getting some of the mail at my new address. Okay. So, um, you know, Maddox, if you could uh, send me that large shirt uh, yeah. to my new address, that would be awesome. We've man. never done really, this. Really, really, really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. It's um, not a story. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Bye. Okay. Persistent- back to his chipper old self, I think, though. Yeah, Persistent yeah, Lumberg. All I really heard there was the T-shirt size, so let's uh, get yeah. that out there. Not going to happen. Here is one more. Maddox, on last week's episode... You said that a pirate wouldn't have a free hand if he was jerking off because yeah. he'd have a hook. Right. But a, a real pirate's a badass, and he would jerk off with the hook, and he'd still have a free hand to punch the baby. Come on, everyone knows that. <laughs> Correct. Love you. That's true. And I do know because I have jerked off with a hook before. Oh, oh great. It, there wasn't, it wasn't me, though. <laughs> there wouldn't be a baby on a pirate ship. <laughs> there, there would be. What do you think the pirates are going to eat? Oh, okay, never mind. That's, that's on me.